Warning, this episode contains themes and topics not suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Are you sick of movies that actually have good acting, special effects, and, well, are even just entertaining? Well, we got a list for you. Welcome, fellow travelers, to the Gaius Sanctorum. This is the Order of the Midnight Roller podcast. We are your guides, Jameson and Scully, and today we are going to go down the list of movies we don't recommend watching. We are connoisseurs, you would say, of shitty movies, yes? Uh, that's one way of putting it. I would say that. Like, we like some gold, like trash cinema gold, but that means that they're actually good. But then there are movies that are actually just bad. That are just bad. I recommend the best place to find these is Amazon Prime. You know, it is it is the best, the best search engine for trash movies. It really is. They literally have all the trashiest movies. And, and what is great is when I started this week, I picked one movie that I was like, oh, this is this is just going to be bad. And I was like, oh, I was right. But then it was like, oh, you would like this movie. And it, went, it got worse. And then they were like, oh, you watched that? You, you should watch this movie. And I was like, oh, God, what is this? And then they're like, one more, just one more. And I was like, I, I wanted to like bleach my eyeballs out. <laughs> That's actually exactly what happened to me. And I'm just like, I, all the themes, all the themes that I would like, like, the themes were good, the things that I would like actually watch. But then I watched them and I was like, but then the movie itself is just absolutely terrible. It's just like, why was this made? It's like going into Barnes and Noble, going, "Why is this book on the shelf? Who decided to write this?" It's like the Hodo book that just has Hodo on every page. Hey, I read that book. <laughs> it was one of the easiest and most touching books. It really that I've was. Ever read. It, it needs like a Pulitzer, <laughs> like something. Well. I was in the mood for like magic, sword and shield, um, like high fantasy, high stuff. fantasy. So, very, right, so we went on two different spectrums of we this. We went on two different oh, spectrums man. of this. Okay. So the one of the first movies that I watched um, is the movie Conquest. I think it I was heard of that. Who's that? It is was released in 1983 oh. and was directed by Lucio. Fulci, um, and it stars George Rivero and Andre, oh god, um, Akafintis? Is this a foreign film? No, it, it's... Conquest. It sounds so familiar. Well, it, it is on Amazon Prime. And not a surprise. So, it starts off, it's very 80s, Wait early a 80s. This is on our list. It's in, our, it's in, my, wish, it's in my watch list. Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll take it out. Oh, God. Um, uh, spoilers. Take it out. Okay, good. So it starts off with kind of that, like, ethereal, the um, the hero is being, you know, blessed by the gods, and he has chosen his path, full mm-hmm. within quotations. You have the high priest, and you have two beautiful maidens, you know, draping a... a cloak and putting on a breastplate which was super weird because it's like a leather breastplate and like he is midriff to showing because it's the 80s we all had to have the crop top and and then um (laughs) because everyone has to look like conan the barbarian at the time so you have like the short shorts and he has a bow and arrow 
that that's his weapon. A magical bow and arrow. Yes, no, I definitely know this is in my watch list. So then it cuts to a scene of a, quote, village being pillaged. Um, but there's no village. They're just in, like, this cavern, and these, like, hairy Neanderthal-type beings are breaking up what essentially looks like a, like, ritual. This is when... It really started, oh, like, oh getting golden. Mm-hmm. You next, next thing we know, we see a bunch of women running around topless. Of course. Is it, is it, it's one of those high fantasy movies where they have to have topless ladies. Well, and, like, all they're wearing is, like, white panties. Oh, and then, uh, like, one of them, of one of the girls is captured. And then you see these Neanderthal things, like, tearing apart their legs. And you're like, oh, God, it's rape. No, they're, like, ripping her apart to eat her, which, of course, the, you know, special effects back then were less than stellar. It's like chicken parts. Then it cuts to the villainess. So, the woman who was being torn apart, mm-hmm. you see her head. She has you know, been decapitated. Her head is being given to the sorceress. She's been decapitated. And she cracks over her skull, and, like, they allude that she eats her brains, but it's super, like, vague. Then it goes to her laying down, and the sorceress is dressed with nothing more than a gold face mask and a spike bikini bottom. That's it. That is it. The So it's like softcore porn, basically. The blatant... Misogyny in this movie. There's a lot of this. Was disgusting. The only way I can describe this movie is this is a type of D and D campaign that guys who are young and have not gotten laid yet fantasize about. Or yeah, or worse. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's this was so disgusting to me that I I started to check out. Well, not only that, the dialogue is terrible. Um, I have no idea what was going on because you have this uh, hero, put in quotations, he saves a girl, then he runs into the wise old wizard type character. Who's also type. <laughs> um, and He's then, also wearing a spike toy club. And then they go along this this like weird journey. The dialogue is terrible. Like, the guy, the magician says, I have no friends, but his friends are all the animals. He heals a hawk. Um, They go on, and they go on this journey because he has to defeat the sorceress after saving this woman from, like, a snake, a very large snake. Which I always have a problem with when they they do um, large snakes in the grass because they're pythons. And then they rear their heads like a viper. Like... That's not what... Yeah, yeah. it's it's really bad. And it's, it's super cliché. Well, then there's actually a part where, like, he runs out of arrows, and I'm like, this is like that SNL skit with Hawkeye. Yes. Oh, so that was the only thing God. I thought about. Well, <laughs> then, they, then of course, you have the cliche, I can take you only thus far. And then the sorceress, you know, wants the power of the magician, and she talks to someone, I will give you my mind, body, and soul. You bring me the head of this guy that happens, and then it's the cliche. She has the head, the head had the eyes closed, and all of a sudden the eyes open. Oh, he's mocking me even in death. I mean, it's absolutely asinine. And here's the stupid thing about it. I was more entertained 
watching myself lose money in the stock market than watching this fucking movie. I literally checked out. I have wow. no idea what the ending was. That's terrible. And the biggest issue I have with it is you have a faceless villainess that all she is is a pair of tits. I mean, it was disgusting. Yeah, I think... Oh, man. I feel like that's most of what the 80s, 80s, like, high fantasy would be. Well, I mean, there's a reason why we have that trope, like, guys who play Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons. Yeah. like, are creepy incels in the basement. Like This is, here's the reason. And, and that's, that's really the reason. Like, that's, I literally watched it and I'm like, this is the reason why people who play Dungeons and Dragons have a bad reputation. Yeah, it's really Like, true. it was awful do not recommend i'm taking it out of my watch list. yeah take it out of the watch list um not only that but it had that weird like 80s you know goslin blur oh, over I the have, whole thing i have one that's like this too that too like it's just like like they literally just ripped it from a vhs and put it on amazon prime yeah i mean i i wouldn't even know if it was a vhs like i think it like disc. Yeah, I was gonna say Laserdisc. I think the Laserdisc would have been better. Than this. Really better. No, I I think they just put it off of like the seventy five millimeter film, like straight on oh, with dust and all. It's terrible. Yeah, it it was an awful movie. Do not recommend it. And to be perfectly honest, like I actually last night after we we had a, a magic uh, night last night, mm-hmm. after I got home, I'm like, okay, I am you know not tired yet. I'm going to try to sit and watch this movie and legitimately got 20 minutes in and I said, I still have no idea what's going on with this oh, movie. Conquest? Conquest. Wow. I tried to, try to re-watch, it? rewatch it just so I can give a better like representation of the movie for the podcast. I'm not lying. Like I could not get into it. It was so awful. And when I actually paid attention, especially to the way they portrayed the women in this, I was disgusted, and I, I got oh, 20 minutes the one, in. The one that I have is, is the, my first one is just as bad. Go right so ahead. So the one I have, first one, is going to go on the other side of fantasy, which is like uh, futuristic fantasy. So the first one called um, Cyber Zone with Mark Singer. And if anybody knows who Mark Singer is, Mark Singer is Beast, the Beastmaster, okay. which is classic on the scale of good high fantasy Beastmaster is you know some of the best. But this one is just, it's absolutely terrible. It's almost as bad as Conquest because he's a bounty hunter in Los Angeles that's now underwater. And now, like, all the, I mean, this is, if this is not something, uh, saying something about what's going on right now in the world. But, like, an earthquake happened and now Los Angeles is underwater and everything has moved to New Mexico. And now all the rich people live above. Uh, above ground in like sky condos and all the like poor people live on the ground level in like smog and like all this other stuff and I'm like oof for the 80s that hits a little too close to home. It's almost like Coruscant in the Star Wars universe. Yes very much. So what happens is is these four sex bots because they're all most like sex workers, I'm going to put large air quotes, are androids. So a company basically is sends Mark Singer to find four sex bots who, of course, are clad in nothing but like, like what's that uh, really not, um, 
syllable, like beyond that, like more sheer than that. Um, like you could basically see through it. Oh, will that just be like a sheer netting? Yeah, pretty much. They're all that. Like this one guy who who stole them is like bringing them back to another company that is about the the mayor of now Los Angeles is a conservative, like all about religion and you know, gambling and drinking and stuff, but it's having somebody steal sex bots to bring them to to his new city of nothing but agricultural working. I mean that sounds like a religious zealot. Right, which brings us back to our last topic last week. Yeah, cults and, cults. and all that. But it's terrible. Every in every scene, there's a there's a, a new like a topless woman, mm-hmm. some like mutant mutant person. It has literally no plot whatsoever. It has. Gotta no, love there movies. is. He's got like a watch that he never tells you where he gets the watch from. I it's 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 absolutely it's absolutely fucking terrible. I got like an hour into it and I still had no idea what was going on except for he was trying to find sex bots. Femme bots. Pretty much. And then they dressed them up as nuns. Of course. <laughs> and they're like, well, they're not, they're not sex bots. They're nuns. I'm like, well, I'm going to have none of this. <laughs> wow, that... Yeah. It was... And then, like, the guy who who stole the sex bots and Mark Singer, who was sent to get the sex bots, team up together for some reason, it, ma- it made no sense. It made literally no sense. It's almost, that reminds me of another movie where the guy is, like, he has an actual sex robot, and the only way to get her back working is by, like, going to... Cherry 2000. Cherry 2000, thank you. That's actually a fairly good movie. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. It's like a poor version of Cherry oh, 2000. It was, and it has that bad, like, it was ripped from VHS and put oh, onto God. Amazon Prime. So, like, the aspect ratio is a box. Yeah. And, like, the dubbing is really bad. Like, Yeah, this, that is one problem with it, older and it was, movies. And it was nothing but, like, A and T the entire time. Ass and titty? Ass and titties the yeah. entire time. No substance. It was literally made for. It was like softcore porno cyberpunk. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And in the worst ways, it was like they filmed this on like a back street in Detroit. Uh, <laughs> hey, I've seen some good movies. The back street in Detroit. Detroit. I mean, this one is not one of them. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was like, what, what year was that created? Nineteen eighty. Sorry, no, that was 1995. November 14th, it came out. 1995. Ugh. Yes, a futuristic bounty hunter has decided to track down four female android smuggles, uh, androids smuggled to Earth for illicit purposes. Ooh, a scandal. No. Except they're nuns. Which says something about their thoughts on religion. Well, I mean, there is that. But it was, the fight scenes were terrible. Like, he had, like, a helper who was also a woman, and, like, he was so misogynistic. Like, you can't do anything because you're a woman. And she's like, well, I have, like, four PhDs, and I know, like, jiu-jitsu. And he's like, well, you're going to have to go into this place and dress up like a hooker. And, like, oh, it was it was absolutely the fucking worst. 
And I was highly disappointed because I was like, that's beast ass Like, what the fuck? Yeah. That, that is what you call working for a paycheck. Oh, it, he phoned it in. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about phoning it in? It was, he, it, I thought he actually was drunk. <laughs> well, if I had to do with you know, either Conquest or this, I would probably be drunk on set. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was. I would have been. Like, they went to a bar and he was like, I'll take a beer. They served him in like a blue solo cup. Oh, God. I was like, wow, the prop department had what? Two fifty? <laughs> That's two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. Oh, I, I have one where you can tell that they had like a thousand dollars and it went all towards equipment. I'm pretty sure that his wardrobe came from his own closet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. that's saying much because it was fucking terrible for 95 and fashion back then wasn't Ooh. the hottest Ooh. we're talking like Jinko jeans it was like jeans no cargo pants boots oh like one of those old blue like western shirts and oh, like oh, a leather man. duster so like a wannabe Harry Dresden yes but far far worse a far, far terribly away. dressed '90s Harry West or Dresden, Dresden Harry West and um, dear uh, Harry Weston. That's his brother, right? Right. Oh <laughs> uh, god. Oh, it was bad, dude. Like I watched that, and I looked. I sat there for like ten minutes, going, "What? What did I just watch?" And it was only like ninety minutes too. It Oof. was. I wish I could take back those ninety minutes. That was me with Bruno. Oh, I will never watch this. I'm sorry to say, I have only liked two movies from Sasha Baron Cohen. So. And he wasn't even the main character. This wasn't actually <laughs> one of the movies I watched. So many, no. many years ago, I rented the movie Bruno. That was terrible. And I watched it with a friend, and I literally wanted to go back to the video store. We were like, my dad had done like artwork for him and stuff. I almost said, I'm sorry, this movie was so bad, I want my money my back. Dad. Like, I was so disgusted with that movie. Almost like the, the South Park episode where they went to see The Passion of Christ. Yeah. Like, no, I literally I, I literally wanted my three dollars back. I know he's trying to do whatever, but, like, I don't get his his mind, his thought processes on stuff and why people even like this shit. I don't. Like, there, I really there don't. is funny, there is offensive humor, which I do find funny. Um, but, but then there, like, Bruno was just disgusting. Or, like, any of that shit. I just can't, I can't get behind it. I can't. Yeah, like, there's, there's... You know, I understand satire and all that, but the, he takes it to a whole other level where it is just... It's, it's insanely offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of offensive and wanting to bleach my eyes out, so the next movie was recommended to me by Amazon because of they know course. I love terrible movies. Trash cinema. Yeah, this is beyond trash cinema. Wow, beyond the Black Rainbow. So, <laughs> oh no, that one is actually good. I'm waiting for his next one. We're supposed to get one soon. Um, the movie is entitled or excuse me, is titled I don't know. Well, I mean, yes, it could be entitled. Yes. I don't know. Whatever. They may be entitled. <laughs> into compensation <laughs> but not from me <laughs> no um the movie is titled bunny the killer thing oh no uh, is this is what you guys are talking about last night was released oh. in 2015 oh no and directed by jonas mccowan most of the movies that i have are so bad they don't even list the director well, 
So this one, it starts off with some wealthy guy being abducted mm -hmm. and then being taken to a lab and experimented on. And of course, they have the over-exaggerated syringe, so it looks like um, a caulk tube with like a needle. Oh my and god. Oh, <laughs> so yes. so yeah. it's supposed to be funny. Then he transforms. This is a weird bunny movie. It, Again, just just wait. <laughs> so then it cuts to like the title card, and you see like an animation of the bunny creature transforming into the were creature. I'm not even call it a were creature because it's not like a were creature, right. but he's turning into the bun monster. Mm -hmm. And the next thing I know, I'm watching this with my boyfriend. I see the animation transforming and it like redrawing, and I see something grow. And I'm like, okay. Oh, no. And then next thing I know, my boyfriend puts his hand on mine and squeezes. And then I noticed that it wasn't just me. And literally, the drawing had the dick of the bunny just constantly growing. That's just... And this is on Amazon? This is on Amazon. So, then you cut to um, a bunch of people going up to a cabin who are wanting to party and there's a foreign exchange student. This, this really actually tripped me out because it actually started off in English and then it switched to Finnish, but they didn't have subtitles. So I had to turn on subtitles. So you have two guys who are friends that I'm, that live together. I'm assuming they don't really explain that. Uh -huh. And they have have like this younger guy who's clearly a virgin and he's kind of that creepy like virgin little brother. Mm -hmm. So they played up that stereotype. Mm -hmm. Then there's the foreign person. I don't know if they're like a foreign exchange student or what the deal is, but she clearly has a crush on another girl. Okay. And all right, all right. which is fine. fine. Like at, at the beginning it's fine. Um but then they're driving to the cabin and mm -hmm. they're, you know, because one of the things is one of the guys was like, hey, you know, how is your Finnish? And they're speaking in Finnish. And they run across a car broken down in the middle of the road. Well, there are two people um, from the United Kingdom, is what they alluded to. And you can clearly, like, tell there's someone in the trunk of the car. So okay, yeah, it's it's weird. There's an Asian guy there who Sarah, who is the girl that the uh, exchange student is in love with or is lusting after, whatever way you want to put it. Right, like she's attracted to the Asian guy. They invite them up to the the um the cabin as well because they're broken down in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Uh -huh. And then. <laughs> One of the guy, the guys, the two guys that live together with the pervy, like, little guy, uh -huh. who's, I mean, clearly, like, I don't know what age, like, between, like, 17 and 20 whatever, or whatever. Yeah. Well, he ends up sneaking into the van with the guys because they drive an ambulance. And so um, it's the, their work car, but they're taking that. So the, the kid ends up going to the party with them to the okay. day of the weekend. It's not supposed to. Of course. Well, there is a black guy in the in the car of the um, people from the United Kingdom. Right. 
And one of the guys actually goes, oh, I've never hung out with a black man, except he uses the N-word. Are you fucking kidding? I am dead serious. How is this movie on Amazon? I, like, literally, like, just, like, bolted upright, like, uh, did I read that right? The other guy in the van is looking at him going, this is, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, and he's just like, what? Like, it, it it's super awkward. Then they get to the, the, um, the cabin. There's apparently a sauna there. And oh, everyone's really? drinking blah. and blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. Blah. It's all again all over again. Yeah. Well, the, so they're drinking and everything. Meanwhile, the bunny creature escapes. And props to the costume department because they made that fursuit look ratty. But then you see the bunny creature literally has a, like, 14-inch dildo, like, attached to the suit that he's swinging around. Yeah, it's it's awkward. And then the worst part is he runs around and all he goes is scream, Pussy! Really? Yeah. So how then, is this yet again, how is this on Amazon? Oh, it gets better. It gets better. Oh, so this is like the first twenty minutes. So then the bunny keeps on running around and fucking and killing people. So they're playing off of the the rabbits just yes. constantly fucking. Right. So they keep on like running around. He's killing. He's murdering people. Killing and murdering people. Then they get to the group. And there's a whole bunch of shit that happens. They all get shit-faced. So the guy who used the N-word and the black guy go out to the car. And there, there's this weird dialogue after they, they meet for the first time. He goes, hey, can I call you Mr. Black? What in the holy and fuck? The, and the guy's literally like, what the fuck? No. He goes, oh, but you can call me Mr. White. Well, then it kind of gets this weird like bro dynamic. And there is clearly, like, a sexual tension between the two. Oh, okay. Which, I actually, like, that part of the movie, like, is actually kind of funny. Um, It is still very uncomfortable. And they do, they just get shit-faced and they call each other Mr. Black and Mr. White. And the guy actually fixes the car. And then, obviously, the person in the trunk starts waking up. Well, then, the guy, the, you know, one of the guys ends up going off to something... I think, no, I think he went to go, like, start the sauna up or whatever, and he never returned. Well, he's being chased by the rabbit, the bunny creature, um, who is just screaming pussy and, like, tra- chasing people. With and a then, giant dildo. With a giant dildo flopping around. And then he'll, like, like whip it around, like, helicoptering, <sighs> which, it's so ridiculous. And he runs into a bunch of um, other people who are party- partying, and then the bunny, he starts killing people and raping and killing and raping. And I'm actually using raping because, like, at first you, like, you think it's, like, ridiculous what's happening. But the actual context is he's literally, the, yeah. the bunny creature is literally raping people and then right. ki- then, they, kill. then they kill them. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, if, he, if you're impaling someone with a 14-plus inch whatever, yeah. like, that's going to hurt. Yes. Then we get into a lot of the heavy shit. This is the reason why we put the warning in the beginning of the episode. So Sarah, who is the girl, the the girl that the foreign exchange student is lusting after, uh-huh. 
um, ends up getting drunk with the Asian guy. And unfortunately, like, I don't really remember that name. So I'm, I don't mean to like constantly use like their nationality, but this actually plays into the story. That's why I'm using it. So he's very respectful. She ends up passing out. He respectfully lays her down in a room, but the creepy kid got into the room and was sniffing one of the girl's panties. Well, he ends up hiding in the closet as the guy brings in respectfully, you know, uh, puts her to bed and whatever. So the kid in the closet's like really freaked out. He doesn't know what to do. He tries to escape. Then the foreign exchange student comes in. And so he's in the closet again. Okay. And she looks at Sarah and she's trying to wake her up. And then she slaps her, like trying to wake her up. And she's like out cold. Then she locks the door. Oh no. Yeah. She forces herself on the drunk passed out girl. Wow. And the kid in the closet is noticeably disturbed by this. Like he, he doesn't know what to do. Well, he ends up like pushing himself back because she go brings her hand up underneath the girl's skirt Oh, and yeah, no. forces. No, no, okay with that. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. The thing that was really interesting is this movie is absolutely terrible. Yes. But it had some really interesting uh, things to say about rape culture. Yeah, apparently so. Because. And other things. And other things. <laughs> Under and, the guise of a strange new rabbit. Well. And then, so she finds out he's there, and he has her panties, which, like, the sniffing panties thing, like, that's disgusting fetish, I don't get it, whatever. Then she goes, well, you can't tell anybody this, and because you're not going to tell anybody this, I will let you do X, Y, and Z to me. So it really was like, she got caught, she tried to cover it up, and then, um... It, you know, at the very end when she leaves, the girl wakes up, so the kid's naturally going to tell what happened. Absolutely. And then everyone's, like, getting murdered and, and fucked, and right. there, there's a lot of other things. There's yeah. They do make reference to, like, the Minuteman, like, because obviously people are going up to a cabin, right. you know, you know, sex is going to ensue, whatever. Right. Like, there was even a point where I looked at, like, my boyfriend. I was like, did he chest? And he goes, yep. And because they do it in the sauna. And she's like, do you have condoms? No, I left them in the room. She's like, okay, well, don't don't come in me. Wow. And then, wow. yeah, like, wow. literally she sits on him and he just goes, oops. And I'm like, girl, like, really? Well... All this shit ensues, and they eventually, like, people die, and you have the three people. You have Mr. Black and Mr. White, because I can't remember their actual names. Um, It was one of the funny things, because I was like, oh, God, because the black man always dies first in the the horror movies. He survived. So, so, spoilers, he survived, which I thought was funny. And good. Good, yes. Um, But then they leave in the car. The person in the trunk is a pop star who was abducted, and then they're... Like an actual pop star? Like a, what we know, or just like... It, it was a just... pop star in that universe. Okay, okay. That would be funny if it was like Jerry Fatone or something like that. Well, it's like... Surprise cameo by Jerry Fatone. Well, but it's like... <laughs> like 
Laura Jane Spenson or something. Uh-huh. Like, so she's in the trunk. She runs away. Then they're kidnapped by the the mad scientist who creates these things, the the, the bunny creature, and they end up like. I don't know. They they lie and say that Sarah is the pop star and she's not. They're going to turn her into a bunny creature. And there's this weird guy with a carrot in his crotch. And what in the <laughs> hell is going on? This movie has an identity crisis. Well, yeah, because you're sitting there going like the bunny creature who they killed. Spoilers. They spoilers. Killed, like then you're finding out that that's the subplot of the movie. Like this is the actual overarching plot. And I mean, it just goes off the wagon, and you find out he's created numerous of these these bunny creatures. And then there's a scene where there's, like, this weird furry convention where people are doing weird sexual things to these rabbit people. And they they get up getting, they end up playing up, like, the, one of the horrible tropes about black men. And the reason why they, they escape is because he's able to unzip his pants and unfurl this, like, huge dong and smack people with it. What? It was funny. And well, like so disturbed the, right now. The ending, you didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I'm disturbed. My God. The ending of the movie, like it has like the horrible, you know, tropes, and they're walking away in the sunset. I'm not gonna say what the last scene was because it was enough that like it made Tony and I just like cringe. But dear God, this movie was so fucked up. Negative ten stars. Negative. What, that t- I don't think I could even like top any of, any of the ones that I have are not as bad as that. They're bad, but that is. I mean, that you takes have... the cake or the carrot. No, you know, carrot cake. Carrot cake takes the carrot cake. Holy I mean, this shit. is this movie was that so is, absurd. That is, and I'm worse, leaving out. What's worse, this or Cthulhu? Oh, this. I would much rather watch Cthulhu. Yeah, I would too. At least yeah. Cthulhu had like a. An actual like plot line, like a linear plot line. They literally like when they're captured by the scientists. I would rather watch Llamageddon again. Llamageddon wasn't bad. Llamageddon was funny. I would rather watch that again. I mean, this this movie had so much going on, and I left out a lot. And I do apologize to listeners because I kind of rambled trying Not to get everything like in this movie that was wrong. But, like, the commentary on rape culture was really interesting in such a terrible movie. That's fucking minor, kind of innocent in compared to... Yeah, this, In comparative to, to this. This was um, very heavy and rather uncomfortable to watch. Like, minor, terrible, but nothing of that stature. So, yes, when, like, when I kept on saying, because my boyfriend was at Magic last night, when I kept on looking at him going, it, 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 the movie was so fucked up. Like, it's ridiculous. That does remind me of the Gingerbread Man or whatever with Gary Busey. Like, I'd rather like, watch that. Or whatever, the, the Jack, Jack Frost or whatever, the one where he's like a killer snowman. Like that, it basically sounds like that. Oh no, it was, it's <clears throat> far worse than that because the, the sexual themes with this mm-hmm. is just absurd and the worst part is like half of it i had to read subtitles yeah i'm sorry i i i feel like a dumb american when i do that 
I have to really be in the mood for a foreign film. Well, don't just don't just throw it on me when I'm not knowing. It wasn't a foreign film, and that's the thing that bothered me the most. Is because like I had to rewatch like the first five minutes because it started off in English and then then switched to Finnish. But they didn't put subtitles, so you had to put subtitles oh, on. I would have been finished with that. Yeah, I should. Have <laughs> I would have been like, nope. I should. I should have been finished with the movie when the cartoon showed the the Giant rabbit dog. dick just keep growing. Yeah, no, that's crazy. No, thank you. No, no, thank you. I mean, and but the worst part of it is like, you it was clearly fake, mm-hmm. and I think they did that on purpose. I don't know if I could top that. I don't know if I could top. I don't think I know that. I am sure I can't top that. I'm a hundred percent sure. Like everything else that I have today is in no way in shape as bad as that. It's it's a terrible movie. I can't. I think that might be the wor- on the on the like top tier of worst movies of all time. I would have to say this one would be my number one like worst movie of all time. Even worse than the movie that shall not be named? No. No. No, I was about to say. Okay, so number two. Number two, because that one is the, that is uno numero. Yeah. And another thing about this movie, I think it was really interesting that it talked about female rapists, because that's not something that really gets talked about. No, I was about to say, I don't think so, because I mean, there's that whole thing of like, you know, men can get raped too. Men can be raped by by women. Yeah, and it's not talked about. And women can be raped by women. And it's not talked about. It's Mm -hmm. not. You know what I mean? It's like a thing, you know, it happens, Mm -hmm. but nobody says anything about it, because who's going to believe that you were, you know what I mean? Like, you're a guy who's getting, no. Yeah. It happens more often than not. It really does, and it is kind of, it's really sad because we need to have these discussions. Um, unfortunately, there are some more, there is one scene in particular where they took the, like, the rabbit, like, kind of did, like, a one, two, three thrust, and, like, there's blood and guts everywhere, and he's tearing people apart. Um, and it's it's supposed to be done for comedy, um, there is one scene where it does take it a little too far, it's not like, grotesque, like, in uh, what was the movie? There was a movie where there's a, a major, like, rape scene, and it's really uncomfortable to watch. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They don't, they don't, wouldn't take, watch it. They don't take it to, like, that extent. <laughs> like, and I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the movie. I don't I think I watched it. I know it's talked thing, about. Fair audience, we watch so much, so many movies. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is very hard for us to go, like, we know the themes, we know the story, but sometimes the, the titles of these movies just... They kind of all blend together for us. Well, and so many movies play on the same tropes. It's true, and it's and especially when it like for conquest, like oh, yeah. that is yeah. like the like quintessential sword and shield high fantasy type movie yes. that every every story follows. Yeah, this one just had to be disgusting because of the misogyny. Yeah, and then we have Bunny. The killer thing, which I, I mean, I knew because of the title it was going to be terrible, but yeah. I didn't know like this level of terrible that is just like disgusting gore porn. Gore, gore porn is it, it literally it is gore well, porn. Yeah, yeah. Did you just make a new genre of film? I think you just did. Gore porn. I mean, that's the name of my new metal band, Gore porn. Well, but <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you technically put, um, yes, 
uh, Vampire Earth Serenade in Gorporn. Oh, yeah. Gor- yeah. And didn't that have one of the Backstreet Boys in it? Or yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> just, just, that movie was so... That's another one that confused me. That movie was... That oh, movie. I'm putting that, that... We're just going to talk about that. That's not on either one of our lists. But that movie is on the pantheon of terrible movies. Yeah. That, that, you want to talk about a movie that somebody is phoning it in and doing it for a fucking paycheck? Well, so the weird thing about that is I think it was like a short film yeah. originally, and then they're like, oh, we have the budget. Let's do the full thing. It didn't need it. It didn't need it. It didn't need a full feature. It needed a 20-minute You had a drug-fueled <laughs> vampire with lust and obscene amounts of blood um, which like, you, you know is fake drugs in the blood blood in drugs had no then there was singing I, I was just like what what crazy nightmare fuel is this but Vampire Bird Serenade had a more linear story the bunny? than this fucking bunny like, the, the Bunny movie took, like, everything that from, like, the insane. 90s horror movie, just like, teen slasher movie, and threw in an absurd, essentially furry murderer, and it was, like, a furry mixed with math science, and then you have, like, the fetishist side, and... And then they're like, we're gonna put a message in there. Yeah, we're putting a message Shoot. about rape in there, and yeah. I'm like, not not oh my the, God. They're, they're probably gonna thrust the message. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh man! I, okay. Now I kind of want to watch it just to see how bad it is. <clears throat> if you need me to watch it with you, I I need I to I might suffer. need to watch it just to experience how terrible this is. And let let us um you know kind of backtrack a little bit. The, the thrusting the thing in there is not we don't mean any disrespect to no. people who have been victimized by sexual abuse and assault and rape that is not a, a funny topic whatsoever no, and it's just this movie the way that they went about putting out the message and getting it people makes, to think was so absurd like it that had no like it was it has it has an identity crisis like are you going to be a you're going to be a, a serious movie with a message, or you're going to be a slasher movie. No, I mean, it does work really organically. It's just... It's almost like Sleepaway Camp. It's so absurd in the concept mm-hmm. that it, it, it... Like I said, it reminds me of Sleepaway Camp, because there was a message yeah. in there about, like, gender and, like, all mm-hmm. that. And you find out that the killer is... The, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not a spoiler for anybody, but, like, that the killer is, like battling with it, their own identity and like all this stuff mm-hmm. so yeah like i get the whole like slasher flick with a message <laughs> like because yeah. that's what this seems like yeah i'm uncomfortable just listening about that yeah it's i'm i'm 100 percent uncomfortable with this. i'm gonna be uncomfortable when i actually decide to watch it <laughs> yeah okay i'm gonna need to have a few drinks he, he probably it's it's <laughs> a lot to take the bag. In. it's a lot to take in wow well that's our episode for this week 
What are some of your worst movies you've ever seen? Go ahead and give us a, a comment over at O Midnight Roll on Twitter and Instagram. And next week, we're going to talk to Chandra Nawar about her obsession with setting things on fire. Ta ta ta. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to keep the conversation going, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at O Midnight Roll. Also, feel free to like, rate, and review us wherever podcasts are located. Until next time, good morning and memento mori.